I see us. Hey, there we are. Hello, and welcome to Drinking on a Blanket, the Funky Picnic podcast. Um, we are here. We are live uh, on Facebook Live, and uh, we're going to just kind of chat for a little bit. Uh, I see levels bouncing along with the sound of my voice. Seems so like a good sign. That seems good, like good. a good sign that we have uh, we have audio for you there on Facebook. Uh, but if not, you know, we are recording this. Uh, and so we'll be posting it to our website. We'll be posting a podcast and you can subscribe to us. And, you know, it's going to be a good old time. Mm-hmm. I, for one, am excited. We were just discussing before we started that this is our first and only episode in November. <laughs> <laughs> Things happened. We, uh, Amanda did one with the Pink Boots I did. Uh, crew, like right at the beginning of November. Uh, and then, you know, Thanksgiving and then stuff gets in the way. And, it did. You know, that's just how, that's just how it is. And then we've got another holiday. I don't know if you guys know coming up <laughs> after this. And so that might make it even uh, a little more difficult. But my name is Harper. I'm Colin. And I'm Amanda. And, uh, you know, we're just drinking on a blanket. <laughs> Just having a good old time. Or a table. Yeah. Drinking on a table. That's something that we discussed a couple episodes ago, back last year, it seems, uh, that we were going to have a rotating blanket for the table. Mm-hmm. I feel um, like I've really fallen down on that because we have a bajillion <laughs> blankets at home. I, I guess mean, we could like lay my scarf along like the it's front. It's a small blanket. Yeah. But, you know. We are, we are kind of looking at you on that one, Amanda. Well, you know. <laughs> Just because you've already confessed <laughs> to having I do. a plethora I do. It might be a bit of an obsession. A plethora of blankets. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I just threw away like a couple Serape looking ones. Oh, see? Because I stole them from another brewery. (laughs) And then. Could have been great. Yeah. Jeremy says, I see no blanket. And yes, we are now discussing this. So sorry, Jeremy. I mean, if Jeremy has some sort of tartan (laughs) that he wants to, (laughs) (laughs) he wants to volunteer. I think that would be fine, too. Here's the thing. We embrace all types of blankets mm-hmm. here at Funky Picnic <laughs> Brewery and Cafe. So, yeah, we're welcome. blanket for every taste. <laughs> a blanket. That's right. That's that right. Blanket. There is no blanket discrimination here. That is true. We are open to any and all blankets. Um, if there's one thing you take from this evening, let it be that. That we are 100% blanket um, What's the word? Inclusive. Blanket inclusive. <laughs> we are blank. Yep. We are blank yeah. and inclusive. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, you just got back from uh, from some fun times. I eh? did. I did. No, we um, we drove. I mean, attempted to stay as safe as we could, and you know, sprayed everything down. Didn't lick anything. Um, but yeah, we drove to the mountains of Virginia and visited some family, which was really. It was great. It was a good time. We had a blast. There's. A lot of cousins, they have five kids and we have our two. So, I mean, it was just kind of chaos, but it was great. So we uh, got back in town and immediately did a COVID test just to mm-hmm. take a precaution. And and here we are. So, you know, we did not eat turkey. We ate chicken instead, which for some of you is sacrilege, but it was way better. So I, I felt like it was a good decision. Cool. Yeah. Very good. How was Tofurky Day? Yeah. <laughs> Tofurky Day was great. I did my own seitan loaf that was uh, that was stuffed with a, a stuffing. I did my own seitan loaf. I did my own dressing. Um, mashed potatoes are always a huge part. Always. Um, 
always a, a big, strong contender at my table. Uh, a green bean casserole, and then mock king Hawaiian rolls. Oh. Mock king Hawaiian rolls, uh, which were essentially just rolls, mm-hmm. uh, but with pineapple juice. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to know the secret to the king right. Hawaiian. Oh, yeah. It's just the pineapple it's juice. It's pineapple juice. Uh, and I think That's at one point, too, uh, the recipe called for vanilla, like some vanilla to be kind of yeah, they're a little sp- bit sweeter. spread on the top. Um, I didn't do that. Just because I didn't feel like it, you know. <laughs> Extra ingredient. Yeah. I was just kind of, just kind of winging it, and then I feel like there was something else. Oh, and then a can of cranberry sauce, um, because that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. But I started. Uh, oh, and I made a chocolate pie as well with some little uh, flaked salt nice. sprinkled on the top. It was pretty amazing. Uh, we got started uh, Monday. Uh, started cooking a few things. And then started cooking day of Thursday at like noon, a little bit before noon. And we ate at around eight. Oh, wow. Nice. So. Ooh, we beat you. We ate at like 9, 30, 10. <laughs> no, they, yeah, it was, yeah. Was there? A, it was very late. So you said no turkey. So there's not a deep fried situation. No. I imagine no. in the mountains of they Virginia, there's a deep fried so situation. Like, I feel like their whole schedule, you know, they're obviously an hour ahead anyway. But their whole schedule is shifted by like four hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was wow. it was impressive. Like they would go to like their kids too. They would they would go to bed like at one at night. Oh my gosh. And then like like <laughs> everything else shifts too. It was it was very mm-hmm. interesting. But they homeschool, so they can get away with it. Yeah. So whatever works. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we were eating at dinner at like ten ten o'clock. And that was just normal to them. That was super normal to them. That was normal dinner time. Was, yeah. I'm My kids kind of loved it. They're like, we're <laughs> up forever. <laughs> like, like, yeah, no. <laughs> Jesus. I, I'm, yeah. I'm tired now. Like, I get tired at 7. You also wake up at what time? Yeah. Well, like at 4. Yeah, yeah. see. Uh, <laughs> they sleep till like 11. Jeez, yeah. So, you know, like I said, like everything is just shifted by like 4 hours. It's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty you interesting. Know, we all have to find our way in, in this life. And uh, if that's the way that they're doing it, I love it. There's nothing wrong with that yeah. whatsoever. Colin, what about you, man? How was your Thanksgiving? Yeah, um, kind of stayed here locally. Uh, in-laws live in Alito, so about 30 minutes west of here. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was them and yeah, my wife and her, her sisters, and um, we have a almost two-year-old niece. So that's always fun, kind of chasing her around and stuff. There you but, go. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty traditional. Uh, Thanksgiving, uh, you know, turkey, sweet potatoes. Um, there was some, we did have um, we did have some duck as well, so it's a little oh. a little bit non traditional, but the okay. the turkey was there uh, as well, and uh, yeah, uh, cranberry sauce. Yeah, we were we were in charge of the yeah, cranberry sauce and the salad, and of, of course the beer. So uh, nice. Did you did you like go whole out on a cranberry sauce? Yeah. So it was. And I'm trying to remember. I want to say it was a Pioneer Woman recipe because it's. That's oh yeah. My, Excellent. My wife Excellent. loves loves her, but it was. But it was it was actually cranberries, raspberries, and blueberries, and actually Ooh. a little bit of whiskey um, in there and, and sugar, and then you just kind of simmer it all and kind of get them all mushy and then nice. let it cool a little bit. Nice. So, hey, we oh. had a request to turn up Colin. 
Turn up, up Colin. So you have okay. to like turn yourself up. We'll turn you <laughs> yeah. up over there. Like we got it going. There you go. Good. There you go. A little bit, a little bit of everything. Well, so. put your put your mouth right on it yeah, too. Just, Be uh, real healthy about it. <laughs> Be really, really healthy. <laughs> Be real, real. These cautious. are well clean later. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. they absolutely are. The uh, <laughs> my mom for a long time uh, would always make make her own cranberry. Like it, there was that time. Kind of like the late 90s, early aughts, where Food Network was really popping off. Oh, yeah. And so that's when I noticed that extra virgin olive oil started showing up in our kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my mom was starting <laughs> to like... The E-E-V-O? Yeah, the E-V, E-V-V-O or E-V-O-O. Um, she's starting to do oh. things like roll teenies with mm-hmm. like chicken. So she would like, you know, flatten the chicken breast and then like roll it up, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was making her own sourdough croutons. Thank like, you, Rachel Ray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that's when that's when the new cranberry sauce started showing up of like yeah. actual making the cranberry sauce. And it was always delicious. Um, it's kind of hard to go wrong with, you know, like something so tart, you just bring equal amount of sugar to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And then it's delicious. And then like I think my mom put like clove in it as well. Oh, that's yeah. that's a nice secret. But man, I'll tell you what though, just I want that jelly that looks like dog food. <laughs> you just I mean, that's plop it out the best. and keeps the shape. It's, it's or, the best, and I don't know why. I mean, what I've discovered. <laughs> so now, like, I can't go back because now what I've traded it in for is the um, the jelly that you can get at. Uh, Ikea, the Ligonberry jelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, there's no going back. Like, it's just, it's such, it's so good. Darn you, Ikea. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it runs out in my house and I have to immediately go to Ikea and get more. Do they do they serve the meatballs with the Ligonberry? Yes, they yep. do. Okay. And, and you can buy a bag of frozen meatballs. Like, basically all the stuff that they serve in their cafe, like, you can get it either Mm -hmm. frozen or some version of it to take home with you. Like, they have got the whole system on lockdown. It's brilliant. All right, so for anyone who's listening, (laughs) anyone who's listening, I want you to stop listening for just a second. Stop paying attention to us. This is one thing that we can do, guys, to get ahead of Martin House. What if we do a Ligonberry (laughs) and Meatball beer? I am totally What if we partner with Ikea? I think that's a go. solid collab. There's actually an actual meatball in the can. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. It's just like the little nitro shot. In yeah, the can there you go. <laughs> but it's a meatball. You win if you can find it. With there's, the actually, le- there's meat juice inside it. So when you open it, it releases the juice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we, we found the okay. title for the episode. Hey, they Release do have, the juice. Uh, they do, I think they have vegan um, balls as well. Do they really? They do. Huh. I think I knew there was a vegan. Uh, oh, you can you can you can listen now. We're done. <laughs> I think I, I think they had like a a vegan cinnamon roll, maybe. Yeah. But I didn't know they did a yeah. a, a vegan. Mm. Mm, see. Yeah, and you can take those frozen home too. Yeah. Dude, a whole IKEA I'm series. I'm so glad this has been a whole infomercial. <laughs> now I really want like a Mary Chia. It's at home. Darn it! Why is it at home? Oh. I'm just gonna start carrying it everywhere with me in my bag. Don't worry, guys. I got the jar of Ligonberry jelly. <laughs> Whenever we, uh, I don't know if we'll, we didn't get to do it this year. And I don't know if we'll get to do it in 2021. But Amanda, you and I and the, the fam will go to the Irish Festival. Yes. And when we're at the Irish Festival, they always have little, like, um, I guess they're like stein holders, a little like belt 
leather belt clippy things yes. to like keep your potions. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> so what if we got you one of those for your yeah, ligand berry? There you go. I think that'd be perfect. <laughs> and you can like I can have you know one on one hip the jar of ligand berry, the other hip I can have my teacup and saucer. See, and I'm just ready for anything at that point. <laughs> Can we do a Ligonberry beer for real? That'd be a magical yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, sure. Forget cranberries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, you know what? We weren't ready for that. Y'all were on another level, and we just weren't ready for that. It's okay. Yet. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I appreciate it. Ligonberry. Yeah, we could do a Ligonberry beer. Easy. This would be yeah. delightful. It is. Ligonberry is pretty tart, right? Yeah, it's just kind of similar mm-hmm. to think like a cranberry almost. Right, yeah. Okay. But better. <clears throat> Hmm. I'm I feel like, <laughs> but a little, a little classier. Yeah, we yeah. we do run a little pinkies out here at Funky Pick. It, I mean, it sounds Cafe. cool, you know, Ligonberry. Ligonberry. Oh, well, we can do some with with Kvike since it's kind of Nordic. This is true. Make it a, make it an all round Swedish beer. Excellent. <laughs> That'd be pretty dope. See, this is this is how ideas happen. <laughs> From drinking on a blanket. There we go. Like, it, I wonder if it's kind of similar to like. The difference between a dewberry and a blackberry. Oh. Is yeah. a dewberry basically a blackberry? Yeah, I think maybe a little tartar. Interesting. A little more a little more tart. Mm-hmm. Uh Shiner did a uh dewberry Berliner, I think. I think I remember seeing that in mm-hmm. kind of that was it their mixed pack or something, or was it one of their birthday beers maybe? Um I don't think it was one of their birthday beers. I've only seen it in like the seven fifty mil okay. bombers. Um but it's really, really good. Actually, I've got a name for the beer already. <laughs> okay, what is it? Kvikea. <laughs> Jeez, that's so good. And you can just do it in that Kvikea. in that block font with the blue and yellow. And <laughs> IP theft is not a joke, <laughs> but that's hilarious. <laughs> it's not a joke, but that's that's funny as hell. I appreciate that. You know, we are going to do a couple a uh, couple collaborations as we're you know, kind of looking to next year um, and just kind of like planning, planning out the schedule. Uh, I've got several collaborations that we're going to be pursuing. Mm-hmm. Um, going to be working with the, the kids at True Vine and Tyler. Uh, we finally have a collaboration on the books uh, with Vector Brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be, that'll be next year. Here's the thing about collaborations. Here's one thing about collaborations. <laughs> Uh, you can only trust a brewer as far as you can throw them. <laughs> so in, anytime brewers get together, one, they probably don't recognize each other because the last time they saw each other, they were drinking. Uh, <laughs> that was pre-COVID too. That was, that was pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Save my bacon on that one. Uh, and then, <laughs> so we don't recognize one another. And then we always say, hey, when are we going to do a collab? Mm-hmm. And then it never... <laughs> I've said I was going to do collabs with everybody. <laughs> and it, it just takes one person saying, no, for real, we are doing this. Right, right. Uh, texting the other party uh, during sober times and then getting getting the marketing team associate like mm-hmm. involved through an email chain. And that's how collabs happen. It's a little peek behind the curtain of how your favorite brewery operates. Um, and I guarantee you the day that the collab happens, uh, there's going to be one person doing all the work Yep. Uh, while <laughs> everybody else, else drinks, <laughs> yeah, supervises while every, everyone else drinks and and or is only there for the for the gram, for the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, this closely resembles my experience with the uh, uh, collaboration we did with RAR mm-hmm. this past week. 
except for it was Manny and I, uh, and we both got to uh, do work and drink. So it was good. We had just the best kind of collaboration day, uh, and we did a Belgian Dark Strong. Belgian Dark Strong that I think we had slated for release um, late December? Yeah, I think mid or late December. Yeah. Awesome. I think some sometime around there. Um, but I'm excited about it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of one of the things, too, is I think a lot of breweries take on collaborations different ways. I think a lot of it depends on, you know, if they're if they're geographically close to each other, it's easier to kind of go to the other, you know, the other brewery or go back and forth and brew at both places. But what is, I mean, what is most of your experience, you know, here at Funky Picnic and otherwise, you know, with some, I know usually it's, you know, whoever brews it, you know, is one that gets to serve it if they're, you know, kind of taproom only, kind of like us. But what is your experience, you know, if, if both breweries kind of want to, want to put it out there is it more of a you know you both write the recipe together and then y'all go brew it individually or or what is more of your experience with that i've seen it done that way um yeah i've seen it done where what i call a home and home and so you know like we'll brew here for instance if we if we were going to do this with rar we're not but Mm -hmm. if we were going to do it with rar brew one here uh and then go and then brew brew there uh, either brew the same recipe or just do like another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that case, it's usually because the tap rooms can only sell, you know, within within yeah. themselves. Yeah. Um, and so that that's a way that both parties can kind of get that. Uh, we've done collaborations before where we just sold a keg mm-hmm. uh, to the other brewery uh, as a way to to kind of get that there. Hmm. Uh, what we might do with True Vine, we've discussed it. I'm not sure if it will play out, but what we've discussed doing, what I've told them to do is come up here, brew with me, uh, figure out everything that went wrong with the recipe, <laughs> fix it, and then go to Tyler and brew, <laughs> brew it on Tyler, brew like a perfected version uh, at Tyler. Because here's the thing, like, uh, okay, I'm trying to figure out like how much of a soapbox I want to get on. Uh, a, lot, a lot of the times in craft beer, you know, we'll hear things like, you know, when referring to Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, referring to them as swill or saying that their beer is terrible and Bud Light sucks and, and all this kind of stuff, right? I'm going to bring it around. Uh, <laughs> you may not like the style of beer, but what's impressive about them is that that beer is consistent and it's not always brewed at the same place. Like, they know their processes so well that the beer tastes the same no matter where you have it, no matter when you have it. Mm-hmm. It always tastes the same. Mm-hmm. All that to say, when, when and if... True Vine takes the recipe that we came up with and brew it in Tyler, it's going to taste completely different mm-hmm. because your process is your recipe, mm-hmm. right? So it's how you uh, how you mash in, how you do your rests, uh, how you pitch at fermentation. Yeah, or even your, um, your equipment can make a big difference too. Yeah, uh, yeah, water definitely is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just so many variables. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same thing. Like, you could probably take a... a you know, uh, what is it? A Betty Crocker cake and brew it in two different kitchens and it'll probably taste different. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, even if it's just like that, you know, if you're using a different sort of milk or butter or something. Yeah. Um, or if your oven's, you know, off by 10 degrees. Yeah. Now I want to do that yeah. with Betty Crocker cakes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. To like yeah. 10 friends and like, okay guys, taste test. <laughs> it's true. And in the end you get 10 cakes. Exactly. Yes. There you go. Win-win. It's pretty, pretty much the best of all worlds. I feel like now, Amanda, you're just looking for Lingonberry vehicles. <laughs> Lingonberry cake. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> it's like, can I put Lingonberry on a cake? 
Do you want to do a uh, Do you want to do a charcuterie board? The Lincoln, uh, the Lincolnberry. Lincolnberry ten ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ten ways. Yeah. Oh, that's mm, also Lincolnberry a, cheese. That's also a strong contender for uh, for title of the episode. Ice cream with Lincolnberries. Ice cream with Lincolnberries. See yep. all these things. Yep. Lincolnberry honey. But like, there have been. I'll be here all night. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's been like so many different times where, you know, it's it's that sort of like this sort of conversation is how a lot of collaborations will kind of come about. Um, you know, there there have been some that I've taken part in where somebody else writes the recipe and you just kind of look at it and say, yeah, that looks great. That's what I would do. Um, I've written recipes for some. Uh, the one that we did with RAR was like true, truly collaborative because uh, we kind of figured out what sort of style we wanted to do. We weeded through about like five different styles that we wanted to pursue, found the one. Uh, and then I kind of just threw them a recipe. It was like, here, what do you think? This is what I would do. Uh, and they came back and they're like, uh, you might want to fix this and this and this. I was like, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if, what if we tried using this sort of sugar? It's like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's use that sort of sugar. Like, you know, it, it really was um, very, very collaborative. Um, so I think the end product will be, uh, I think we're going to put some oak on it. Nice. So it'll be a nice oaked Belgian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll put oak on anything. I love, <laughs> I love the oak flavor. For sure. But I think that's what's cool about being able to do collabs like that is, one, it's an opportunity to learn uh, from another brewer uh, and just kind of learn their processes and their ingredients and uh, their methodology behind a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, it's an opportunity to either get your name out there or help somebody else's name get out there. Mm-hmm. Um the three, it's just, it's just fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just plain fun. Yeah. I know there's a, <clears throat> there's a collaboration out there between, uh, Allagash who's up in, I think, are they in Portland, Maine? I think is where they're located. I think yes. they're Maine, yeah. Um, with, um, DuPont over in Belgium. So both of them are, mm-hmm. are pretty well known for their, their saison. So they actually have an agreement. I think only the first versions come out where actually the, I want to say it was the owner, the head brewer, and maybe one other person from Allagash actually flew over to Belgium and also had some um, whole leaf cascade hops uh, shipped over ahead of them and actually brewed a Saison over there using the DuPont um, yeast strain, I'm assuming their their standard malt bill as well. And then they're going to reciprocate the uh, the collaboration, I'm assuming. Well, it's probably supposed to happen this year, so maybe it might not be till next year or something. Mm. But kind of do the same thing where up at they bring something over from Belgium and brew something at Allagash. Right. So Very I know, cool. I think at Specs, I think a week or two ago, I still saw the first version. And I think that's because we get DuPont's distribution, so I'm not sure if we'll see the second version because we don't really get anything from Allagash here. Yeah, so. everything is up yeah, northeast. Yeah, further, further out there. Yeah. So. It's my hubby's favorite part. Oh. Anytime we go to the East Coast, <laughs> it's like, we get Allagash. Yeah. So, yeah, we definitely brought back a ton of Allagash. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's, that's one primary difference yeah. between uh, Jay Wright and myself, is he gets really excited when he crosses the border into the East um, about Allagash, and I get really excited about, um, oh, am I really going to forget the beer name? Um, um, yeah, I am. I get really excited about Bo- Bojangles' dirty rice. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. It's so good. 
What is that? What is what is the name of that beer? That's so great. It's what, in what? A, it's like a Philly beer. Oh, Yingling? No. Yeah, Yingling. Yeah. Oh yeah. I get so excited about Yingling. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> which is like I think the East Coast's Shiner Bomb. Yeah. It is yeah. everywhere though. And they, it's everywhere. They just started. I think contract brewing with someone on the West Coast too. So oh, really? I'm not sure if it'll be here first. Maybe I mean, they'll I, work their way in the middle. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> eventually we might we might get it. <laughs> I used to have a friend who lived who lived in Dallas and he was from the North Carolina area and whenever he'd go home he would literally pack an extra suitcase just to yep. bring home two cases of yingling <laughs> yep. I tell you, yeah anytime i get a chance and i honestly it, it's just complete um inaccessibility I, th- mm-hmm. I think if i could get it all the time i probably wouldn't yeah <laughs> just likely. because yeah. just because yeah. i can't have it and because it's a solid beer uh, all the way around yeah one speaking of collaborations they also um they did a i think it was a porter with actually hershey's uh where they actually did uh, actually had cocoa nibs um oh. In oh. their beer, so I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I'm assuming it's a it's a porter or, some, or something a little on the darker side. Mm-hmm. So, mm. but I think that's probably probably only like a Pennsylvania only, or maybe at least just that region. Yeah, got it. But well, and that's one thing I remember when we were first starting, um, first starting up, or at least when I came on. Y'all had been going for probably feels like ten years before I came on. Um, just because starting a business is a very long process. <laughs> um, but whenever, you know, we were kind of getting started and talking to Chef Josh, who we need to have on the show at some point. So he's not like a faceless person. Mm-hmm. Um, he exists in our imagination. <laughs> Chef, <laughs> Chef Josh is a real man. <laughs> but I remember asking him the question about, about collaborations, and that's one thing that I really dig about being here at Funky Picnic is we, before COVID, did that. We let the the chefs kind of collaborate and get together and do do our monthly beer dinners. Yeah, um, and I I love that one that that spirit of like kind of sharing and working together and being collaborative. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, I love that spirit of that. But then I also love just being able to hear how other people taste things, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they kind of share. Um, what these flavors mean to them or how they perceive these flavors or, you know, what sort of balance they might be looking for. Um, and chefs just taste food differently than brewers or just taste, taste yeah. things differently uh, than brewers do. Well, that allowed us to kind of stretch into other styles as well. Cause like I think one of the last ones we did was with uh how Tran. And mm-hmm. I think that's where, that's where Biahoy originated was from that. Uh, that was one of our last ones, wasn't it? Yeah. That was it the was. last one. Yeah. It was, I mean, so was that good. early good. March or into February? Uh, it was in March. March. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's like that. And then I know, I think the first one where we brought in an outside chef with um, uh, Stefan. Yeah. Stefan. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was really set on doing a, a Brett IPA. It um, was yep. um, Proactive Laziness. Was that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, that was pretty early on or we're willing to work with, you know, Wild Ale Yeast yeah. there. So it kind of allows us to kind of stretch and, and use some of the inspirations they have too. Yeah, for sure. Do y'all like when you see when you're out and about, and you see uh, a can or a bottle, and it says like collaboration? Like, does that draw you to it at all? If let's see, um, I guess it kind of depends because if it's like a you know if it's one brewery I'm familiar with, and maybe another one I'm not as familiar with, you know, or I've heard of it, I think it might be kind of a good gateway. If it's a newer brewery, or 
And actually, one of the ones I kind of had in mind, kind of before we started recording, was was Blacker from Real Ale. You mm. know, they it's with Surly Three Floyds and Real Ale. Well, we don't mm-hmm. get Surly and Three Floyds, but they had this big reputation. So I immediately saw that, and that kind of drew me in because it's you know Real Ale. I already love them, but two other highly respected breweries. It's like okay, well, right. three people, three breweries that have a lot of clout made this beer, so it has to be good. Yeah. yeah. So that's true. What about you, Amanda? I mean, I think, yeah, I think it really depends. Um, I think, you know, on the one hand, I do enjoy typically grabbing those just because, you know, you like you were talking about earlier, you are getting different perspectives. It's not just one way. And, and you know, I, I tend to think of like the process behind it. Um, and so, you know, I'm not typically the one that does the hev- the heaviest amount of, of <laughs> buying a beer. <laughs> But I mean, ever you know, the times that I do, I think that those definitely intrigue me, um, you know, depending on style and that kind of thing. But they catch the eye. It's it's always fun when you have multiple multiple brands, multiple names on there, because um, that means that that's just all of their wisdom packed into one bottle. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, kind of another one that came to mind, um, Sierra Nevada has started, I think in the last few years, for their Oktoberfest, they've been collaborating with a different German brewery. So something like that, it's like, okay, they've gone back to the source, you know, of this right. style. So I might not be familiar as much. I think I think this year's, or is it maybe last year's, was Bitburger. You know, like I've, mm. I've heard the name, but not super familiar with it, but, you know, they're a well-established German brewery. So, okay, well, Sierra Nevada, you know, them plus a, you know, a, a, a bigger German brewery, that, you know, can't go wrong with that either. Right. So. Yeah. Um, but what about some of these kind of one of the newer trends we've been seeing are kind of these um, international kind of worldwide collaborations. So like I think it started off with the Sierra Nevada Resilience mm. IPA, and then what was, was the other half did one for at the beginning of COVID, but then more recently the Black is Beautiful that we actually yeah. got to participate in. I know I've seen a lot of people kind of trading to kind of kind of catch them all, um, but I know that's kind of a big driver. But how do y'all feel about more of those where there's like maybe one base recipe that allows people to kind of to adjust and change that? I mean, I feel like I've just absolutely loved getting to try these different evolutions and what people do with it. And um, I mean, I know that during this past season, anytime I could get Black is Beautiful, I would seek after it just to be able to taste all the things. And I mean, it, it was typically, you know, going to some really really solid foundations that need some love. And so, I mean, all around it was kind of a win-win. But um, in general, though, it was really exciting to, to taste new flavors with each one, just you know, especially knowing, you know, it wasn't like it was just, you know, everybody has a stout or everybody has a port. It was like it was a specific thing to start out with and then what they did from there. And so that was, mm-hmm. I don't know, I really enjoyed yeah. enjoyed that on the much larger level because everywhere we would go would, would have something, so. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that, that part was really, really cool. Um, <clears throat> and kind of a, kind of a way to, yeah, kind of a, kind of a way to see like what, what breweries are taking part and how, how they're taking part, um, both in, both in like the collaborative effort and in the, the recipe as well. Because uh, I know for the all together now, the one that started at the beginning of the shutdown, mm-hmm. the other half did, and then Black is Beautiful. Uh, all of those recipes were, hey, here's what we have. The the, the person writing the recipe kind of came at it as, 
here's what we always have on hand in our house. Mm-hmm. So this is how we wrote it. But whatever you have on hand in your house, feel free to make those substitutions. Um, you know, bring what you... So that's not only bringing your flavor into that beer, mm-hmm. but it also opens up to, oh, and if you also want to add this or add that or, you know, nix this, nix that. Um, I thought that part was really cool. With the Black is Beautiful, uh, we're going to brew that again mm-hmm. uh, for, for Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's some exclusive news for everybody there. Bah, yeah. bah, bah. <laughs> get a, get exclusive. And I'm hoping that we can coordinate this time, which I'm sure we can, but because shortly after we ran out of it, we mm-hmm. then started doing the Loft 22 cakes. Oh, and the oh, first yeah, one yeah. that she did for us, she came up with a special recipe just for us. And it was inspired by the Black is Beautiful cake. And so I'm really hoping that we can like have them at the same time. Oh, yeah. In February. <laughs> Chocolate like, that would just them. make my heart sing. <laughs> so, you know. And like a Mary's. And like a Mary's. Worked it in. <laughs> just have a bowl. Yes. Yeah. A bowl. I've never actually had a raw licking beer. I probably like don't even like it. I just like the jelly. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's fine. But like, have you ever had just raw uh, rhubarb? Oh, it's terrible raw. Yeah. yeah. No, you only yeah, like, no. like the jam and the pies. Yeah. That's it. Also, you should never eat it raw because I think it's technically is it not okay to eat raw. Mm-hmm. I know the entire rest of the plant is very poisonous. So, yeah, when you say and not I allowed. And I think you're yeah. supposed to <laughs> cook it in yeah. order to eat it. But I could be wrong. What does Facebook say? Yeah. Jeremy, <laughs> help us out here. Can you eat raw rhubarb or is that poisonous? Yeah, is it, yeah, is it poisonous or is it hallucinogenic? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't, <laughs> or both. I don't or know. Both. I don't, I mean, I know that there's definitely levels of, right. of toxicity, but I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. I know the mm-hmm. whole rest of it, like you, the leaves, the root, everything like that is yeah. very toxic though. Hmm. So don't go eating <laughs> wild rhubarb. rhubarb is just charred, <laughs> but no, it's not. That's no, that, that can't be, that it's, can't be white. I think maybe in the same family, but I know that. For a fact that like rhubarb is very poisonous, other parts of it, and you can eat charred leaves. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to fact check this <laughs> on you, Jeremy. Yeah, next episode, Amanda explains all about rhubarb. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're I w- gonna have a whole thing, whole section on rhubarb. I want a I want a rhubarb section next, next okay. podcast. If you could rhubarb prepare that. and lingonberry. <laughs> yes, for sure. But like with the <laughs> like. When we when we do the black is beautiful again, like I'm going to take a little bit more liberty than I did with the first batch. Now that's not to say that I'm going to make a completely different beer, mm-hmm. because I think like we got pretty good response. Oh, it was oh yeah, so good. And that's that's another uh, tangent I could go on on another day is the difference between do I think the beer is good and do the customer yeah. think the beer is good? Because <laughs> that was one. If we're looking behind the curtain. I didn't think that beer was very, like, I, I made it. And I was like, nah, that's missing the mark a little bit for See, me. See, it reminded me of and we got such great African yeah. coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not like coffee from, like, you know, South America. But it, it had that, that really tasty coffee flavoring to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then it also had the berry flavor yeah, to yeah, the, it. The and dark so roast. It, and yeah. 
Like it really, it was so good. Maybe I won't alter it at all. I don't know. But don't that's know. that's that's the one thing I would do specifically is kind of dial down some of that roast character because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was it was pretty strong, uh, and I don't I don't think the Belgian yeast was doing it any favors. Mm. Just kind of being spicy. Yeah. So if it was like spice, it was like two sharp flavors kind spicy. of on top. Yeah, where it's kind of up front. <laughs> yeah. And so that that having the cherry really helped kind of balance those two. Yeah. Kind of act as a, a bond between those two that were kind of clashing. Um, in my opinion. But everyone <laughs> everyone else said that beer was great. It was so, so good. There was there was like only one other beer. I'm not gonna say which one it was, <laughs> that I told Austin our bartender, I was like, this right here, I want you to taste this. This is an example of if anything is worse than this, we never sell it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I don't think this beer is great, but we have to put it out. (laughs) It's like, it's going on, but nothing gets worse (laughs) than this. Now I'm super curious. I think we'll tell you off air. I think I I know. I think I already know too. (laughs) (laughs) Colin, I for sure. I think I told you the same thing. (laughs) I think I told you the same thing about that beer. You know, they can't all be winners. It's true. Uh, But hopefully we have more winners. Did you learn anything from it? Yes, absolutely. Well, then there you go. (laughs) Win-win. Absolutely. It was a definite win. You learn more from failing than you do from not failing. And you know, sometimes, man, there's You're just welcome. there's people out there who just can learn from just just reading or hearing. They absorb information that way. I I learned from a scraped knee. That uh-huh. <laughs> there has to uh-huh. be some sort of impact for me to for me to learn a thing. Um, I don't know. That's just it's a thing. It's just the way I am, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we could go on that journey together. <laughs> for sure. Is anyone other than Jeremy talking to us? No. Okay. Betsy was. Oh, hi, Betsy. <laughs> we like we like Betsy. We love Betsy. Uh, and and this is a reminder too. If you haven't listened to the episode that we did with Pink Boots, uh, that's on the website. It was pretty great. What are you doing, man? I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Did you did you like leading that? Was that fun? It was so much fun. <laughs> I was super nervous because yeah. I mean I've I've never. This this is my only experience that I've had doing a podcast, and so that was the first time I've led led the charge, and so and mm-hmm. like interviewed people, and I mean they just made it so easy. They were so amazing, and just I mean gave such such great feedback as far as you know what it's like in the industry and and banding together um, as women and with pink boots and the support that comes with that and the fellowship that comes with that and how important that is. And so, um, it was, I don't know, it was very, I felt very honored to be, Mm -hmm. be a part of that, to be amongst such wisdom. So yeah, cool. I loved it. That's a cool, uh, cool, it's a cool group for sure. Cool group. Go listen. I got to, uh, yeah, when they were they were discussing, it's now past, but they were discussing the Learn How to Home Brew Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Danny was having a thing. Danny from Island to Island was hosting an event uh, out at their little, their property. And I got to go do that. And that was so much fun. Uh, being able to listen to Danny's vision about kind of what she wants that place to be mm-hmm. um, as sort of like a beer resort, I think. The, those may have even been the words that she used, but um, yeah, it, it's you know it's always very cool to hear somebody hear a passionate person passionately explain their vision. Yeah, 
mm-hmm. you know, that's always very cool. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, they've got like a little area where you can like walk through trees and bushes. It's just like a tiny little walkway. Uh, and Danny said, everything here, you can eat everything in here. So you just come and just connect to nature and just pull a leaf off of something and just mm-hmm. eat it. No rhubarb, though. No, except for rhubarb. <laughs> and my, rhubarb. my little hippie heart was just like, yes. <laughs> Go like, do I'm, some forest bathing. I'm going to take my, yes, <laughs> we'll take my shoes off and just ground for a little bit. And just, yes. It's going to be awesome. Forest bathing. I love that. It's actually a Japanese thought like oh, it's no, a mindset on. you like it's actually called forest bathing and you just go out into the forest and it's like soaking in all the the energy and and life it's pretty amazing see it's legit that's good that's what over we here need. they just call it hippiedom but you know <laughs> well, and like as as danny was like going through and like explaining all of this i think i actually used the word hippie and felt guilt and shame for it <laughs> and and it and not because she wasn't throwing it my way i was like oh i'm i try to hide behind that word Mm -hmm. because I don't want people to like think like oh you're weird and so I'm like oh I'm just a hippie and Mm -hmm. just hide behind that word as opposed to like standing strong in my true self (laughs) man I haven't had a therapy session in a little bit so (laughs) that's that's why it's all coming out now and so being able to like use that word hippie in front of somebody who is genuinely like describing like what happens out there (laughs) it's like Oh man, maybe uh, maybe now is not the time to be an ironic uh, d bag. Right, stop, stop the self deprecation. Yeah, maybe just yeah. be yeah. Uh, maybe just be honest and genuine in this moment. And just this go do person. some forest bathing. And just go do some forest bathing, man. <laughs> and tree hugging. I'm into all of that. I love tree hugging. It's great. <laughs> go hug a tree. Stuff. You won't regret it. Yeah. Oh. Um, is there anything else? Oh, we need to talk about stuff that's coming up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Colin, what, what's coming up? I think we got some new merch. Yeah, so I think um, this past week we just got our funky picnic hoodies in. I'm actually Woo-hoo. wearing mine right now. It's kind of got our, uh, on the front, it's, it's going to be a full zip um, black cotton hoodie. Uh, so kind of front breast kind of pocket area is just kind of our secondary yellow FP logo. Um, and then on the back, it's kind of the full yellow uh, funky picnic logo. And it has pockets. Yes. It does have it's pockets. important pockets. detail. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we, we've had our beanies, I guess, probably for about a, almost a month now. So yep. we have, a, we have a, kind of a, a yellow and a black beanie. So you have your, your choice. So since it's getting a little bit colder out there, uh, we've got a few more options. And we still have our long sleeve T-shirts as well from yep. uh, Shirts on Tap. I wore my beanie the entire trip. It was great. Nice. <laughs> it was great. Also, if you were paying attention and you saw the post on Instagram today, we are officially opening up to be able to buy your golden tickets for this next coming yes. season. Ooh. So you can buy it all through this month. Um, and then first punch starts January 1. So it's, I mean, it's, so if you didn't participate this last time, it's pretty brilliant. Like basically you buy this little card and it mm-hmm. has punches and so for 26 weeks, you can come in, you get a punch and a beer, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so great. So it would be really perfect for, like, stocking stuffers. You can put it in your own stocking <laughs> and just pretend Santa brought it if, you know, you really need to do that. Um, but, I mean, it, it's it's a really fantastic deal. So it ends yeah. up being cheaper. It's a great way because, I mean, most weeks we're releasing um, a, a new beer. 
Um, if we're not, then you can catch up or stick with your <laughs> old favorites. But I mean, it's it's a really great way to um, keep up. We have uh, groups of friends that actually like they all have their own uh, golden ticket, and so they all just get together once a week and they mm-hmm. they get their golden ticket beer and then they hang out and have a blast. And so. Um, you know, we really try and, and cater to everybody's needs, you know, for those that are um, <clears throat> heavily quarantined at home. You know, we've figured out ways to make that work for people that, you know, come in and just do to-go orders. And so um, it's it's a really fantastic program that mm-hmm. I think everyone should get one. I mean, yeah. if, if you're here, like, at least three times out of the month, I mean, it's worth it. It's oh, totally yeah. worth it. So, Yeah. Come, come every week, try something new, yep. uh, or just get the funny accent again. Yep. That's right. <laughs> Let's move that funny accent. Yeah, we still have four packs of cans left. We still have four packs of cans left. Yeah, yeah. That is true. The, uh, what was the name of the podcast that, reco- that uh, did a Oh, a yeah, It's tasting? Probably You uh, it's by probably. one of our regulars, uh, mm-hmm. Lance Perry. Uh, I think it just dropped yesterday. They actually did... Um, they talked about beer and food pairings with three of our beers. So with uh, with Coasters, our German Pilsner, uh, Funny Accent, our ESB, and two peanut butters, one cup, our peanut butter stout. So they, I mean, uh, they kind of went into depth. I mean, it, the, all yep. 45 minutes is just covering those three beers and and not only pairing it with food, but actually pairing it with local food. So they actually came up with local options nice. for each of the for each of the pairings on there. So they kind of wanted to support us as well as uh, supporting other local restaurants in the process. Yeah, yeah, they they tied it in really well to uh, Small Business Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mentioned that, uh, and had had some some nice things to say uh, about us, and so that was that was good. They made me want uh, a funny accent as, yeah. they were, <laughs> as they were drinking. I yeah. was like, I was <laughs> driving here this morning, listening to it at like five o'clock, and I was like, man, I could really go for a funny accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, here it is. Maybe uh, maybe when I get to work, I might pour myself. Never gets old. Never. never Also, I hear that you could just get a four pack of funny accent and just wrap it up and put a bow on it and stick it under the tree. There we go. Again, free for someone Uh else or to you from Santa. No one will be the wiser. It'll be great. It's kind of like putting your whiskey in a coffee mug. It's a a little surprise for you. Exactly. (laughs) And only you know. And if you do it now, then you'll just forget and then, you know, surprise. This is what I'm saying. Hey, you're from Santa. Some, sometimes the two beer version of you is Santa Claus. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. So Santa Claus is very real. And uh, he shows up when we sometimes least expect it. Yep. Uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of funny accent, uh, we really have. Like we've been doing about a beer a week. Almost almost a beer every week. Uh, and it is tiring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's not that bad. Um our next beer that we have coming up is called Outrageous Accent, and it is a British strong. Uh, kind of started life as a double ESB, or like just a bigger version of Funny Accent. Um, but we're calling it a British strong ale, mm-hmm. uh, and that's coming out on the third, I think. Is that this yep. week? Yep, that's is that Wednesday. This Thursday? That yep. is. Or Wednesday, Thursday? Something like that. Some, somewhere in there. Um, quick, on the spot, Colin, tell us about British strong ales. Uh, so British Strong Ale is 
kind of a catch-all category. Um, it's you kind of have English barley wine, British strong ale, and as well as old ale. Kind of a lot of overlap, uh, kind of between the three. Uh, strong ale usually is a little bit lower ABV uh, compared to the uh, kind of the British barley wine, so not mm-hmm. not as strong, but a lot of the same kind of figgy and kind of biscuit um, flavors. Um, and then where old ale, I think, is a bit different than those two, it actually has a little bit more of an aged character. So that usually has a little bit more oak and a little bit more of kind of like a, a vinous kind of character just from it, you know, aging for, for quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, even if you're just looking at, at just the, the numbers uh, for the styles, there's quite a bit of overlap kind of between British strong ale and, and barley wine. But barley wine tends to be a little bit on the heavier side. Yeah. I've got one of those in the tank right now, too. A uh, English barley wine that probably will not make an appearance for a very long time. Uh, some of it is going to go in barrels, and then some of it is just going to ch- chill. Uh, I think I remember hearing at some point that it's not a real barley wine unless it's a year old. Mm. Uh, I don't know how accurate that is, <laughs> but you know when you first hear these things, they just get in your head. So, yep. yeah, I'm going to sit on this barley wine uh, until it tastes good, uh, which is what we did with the Doppelbach. That is forthcoming Mm -hmm. so yeah uh, outrageous accent that's coming out this week you can try that this week and uh yeah it it's kind of like figgy pudding in a glass Mm. um nice and molassesy and dark Mm. bread and fig with a little like citrus and some herb some herb on it Mm -hmm. um it's not as bitter as a double esb would be which is why we're calling it a british strong um but it's still dangerously approachable uh, at what, like nine, nine and a half percent, mm-hmm. I think. Nice. Um, so yeah, it, it drinks really smooth. <laughs> it doesn't drink like a nine percent beer. So, uh, and then we still have, speaking of beer, uh, we still have some of our black Imperial IPA mm-hmm. uh, that will be available um, called A Hop Crushed My Mind. Uh, and then we also have our new Hazy IP theft is not a joke, Jim, <laughs> which is, uh, but I think that one finished at like eight or nine. I think it's an 8%. Yeah. 8% mm-hmm. hazy uh, featuring, oh, you know, some hops, Styrian <laughs> Cardinal, African Queen, Laurel, Eureka, all, all your favorite hops. All the good ones. Yeah. All the, yeah, we only <laughs> use the good ones. We only use the good ones around here. Uh, I was going to do a game, but I've forgotten. Uh, what the game was going to be, and I can't think of one on the spot unless you want to do Mad Libs again. <laughs> so while we were on the trip, we got the kids into Mad Libs because I mean, it, nice. I like yeah. I think I was a kid the last time I did it, and so the last time we did Mad Libs, and so we had a blast. My kids have a good grasp on grammar. I was really <laughs> proud of them. It was pretty great. There were a couple times great. I had to like, all right, so tell me again what an adjective is. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Because I was, I always adverbs did, were eluding me. Adverbs, yes. Adverbs. I I always did really well in English class, but I would, like, I, I would get the correct answer, but I would score poorly because I could never explain why. Like, right. I, I could never say, "Oh, yeah. it's because blank never comes before blank," or yeah, I, yep. I would just always say it sounds right. Yeah, and I was almost always right. Yeah, all that repetition uh, and yeah. yeah memorization. Yeah, I was. I almost almost always got it right, but the teachers would hate when I was. Oh, it just sounds right. Give me give me the answer. Uh, 
so it di- sounds right. Diagramming sentences was tough for me. <laughs> yes. I remember that. Yes. I remember like loving the order of doing it, of just being like, oh, I can break this apart into parts, and now it's in order. And ah. But I figured it out, but it took me a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took That's me a that. very long time. And I've never used that information since. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I have no idea why one would diagram a sentence. See, now, actually, I have used it since, yeah. now that my children are learning it. <laughs> so, and I still had to go and look it up. So I really don't think it did any good. <laughs> Whatever. Thanks, Google, for always being there for me. <laughs> I appreciate it. Google, you're doing a real great job Such out there. Such a bang up job there. Actually, they had a kind of an Easter egg on a Google Translate. They had a, a turkey version during Thanksgiving. So you could type in anything and it oh. just come back and yes. listen to it and it's just gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's fantastic. Did y'all see that uh, Major Joe Biden's dog put out a statement for breaking his ankle? <laughs> no. And it just read bark, 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 bark. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's real. I don't know that oh, Reddit might have been uh, bamboozling me, but I'm pretty sure that's real. And it was so fun oh, to read. That's fantastic. That was so good. Love it. Uh, let's see. Are there any other specials happening this week, Amanda? Well, so actually, every week, mm. um, like this is not even just exclusive to this week. Reach. Some people have cracked the code, but some of you haven't. So we actually release beers typically every Thursday. And every Thursday also happens to be our happy hour all day long. So it's $2 off all pints all day long, every single Thursday. Even the new beers? Even the new beers. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So I'm just saying some of y'all have not cracked the code yet, and you should probably get on that. Um, But, yeah, so, I mean, every Thursday we do that. Um, Every Friday we do the the Funky Friday Crawler special. So it's buy two crawlers, get the third one half off. Um, every week, all weekend long, we do we do brunch. On Saturdays, we have two dollars off on salads, which is our sinless Saturday. <laughs> um, but then on Sunday, the really great day, <laughs> which has nothing to do with beer, <laughs> <laughs> but we do um, a carafe and a bottle of champagne for mimosas for twelve dollars. So. I mean, $12 for mimosas for your whole table. So it's, like, pretty great. It's oh, pretty yeah. much the best. Heck, it ain't bad. <laughs> so there's a lot of really fantastic things that you can take advantage of. So, but definitely check out the Thursday one because that one's pretty great. And I think we've got some movies coming up, too, on we Thursday nights. We do. So we have a slew of Christmas movies. Um, we've been doing our parking lot movies, which have been so much fun. We, we set up the screen outside you can bring your own chairs we have a few chairs set up um you can grab food and beer from here you're even welcome to grab food from next door at black cat um and just hang out in the parking lot we section it all off you know we we make sure that there's plenty of space so that uh you don't have to sit too close to people keep it all spatially distant if there's inclement weather then we do it inside um so there's always a game plan I believe this coming week. Oh, I can tell you. Is oh, oh <laughs> here we go. I think it's Christmas vacation. Uh, let's see. Today, this coming Drum week, roll. it is. It's Christmas yep. vacation. Yes. I correct. win. Remember, yeah. I went on vacation, so I'm a little out of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have Christmas vacation this Thursday. Next Thursday, I think is Nightmare Before Christmas, 
And then the next Thursday is Elf. Hey, yeah, you're right. And then it's Christmas. And yeah. then it's Christmas. So, yeah, and we'll be um, closed, yeah. I think, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We will. So yeah, we're we're really excited though. I mean, it, it's been a blast to be to be doing these. Um, you know, we we choose both some movies that are family friendly and some movies that are not as family friendly because you know we like to have fun. But definitely um, come check it out. It's really a blast. We have a lot of fun. Cool. And actually, this uh, this past Saturday for Small Business Saturday, we had the uh, Texas Craft Brewers Guild mm-hmm. glasses, and I think we still have a handful oh, nice. left over. So I think those Good, are because I haven't gotten one yet. Yeah, so uh, it's kind of a, a there's six... one less. One less is left yeah. now. <laughs> um, so it's kind Go of a, quick. the yep. kind of the can glass, kind of sixteen ounce, and I can't remember the name of the artist off the top of my head, but a local Texas artist, Tara Sykes. There you go. Yep. Uh, did the artwork Super on those, um, and I think we're doing a ten dollars for the glass and a fill of your choice. So I think yeah, I think we probably have. I think I saw maybe six or seven of those Same. left, nice. minus one now. Nice. So. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm claiming one in case that wasn't clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I need to claim one as well. Yep. See, they're pretty you great. Be, you should get here right now. There's yeah. two less. <laughs> There's two less. What are you gonna What are you gonna do? There's only five more to go. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um, you guys want to wrap this up? Is there anything we need to address on the, the Facebook? I think the we're good. Facebook? I think we're good. I threw out my voice. The book. <clears throat> so <laughs> I promise it is, uh, it is just from overuse and not from <laughs> any, uh, any kind of sickness. I swear. I swear. Mm-hmm. All right. We are Drinking on a Blanket. We're a funky picnic podcast. Uh, hey, tune in in two weeks. We'll do it again, Maybe. We'll see what happens with the holidays because in two weeks it's the 15th. So we can do that. That's also my friend Aaron Allen's 37th birthday. Don't you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, it's the 14th. Yeah, it's the 14th. So anyway, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Like and subscribe us, all the places where you can do that. Uh, Download the podcast from your favorite podcatcher of choice. And, you know, be good to each other out there. I think you're a good person. (laughs) Bye. See ya. See ya. <laughs>